Welcome to the Vineyard Church Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information on this podcast or other resources, go to vineyardlive.us. To learn more about us, go to thevineyardchurch.us. What up, church? How y'all doing? Can we give it up for those online, y'all joining us? Thanks for joining us. Yes, yes. Isn't it cool we get to do church on Valentine's Day, though? Come on. You know what I'm saying? For some of us brothers out there, y'all probably panicking a little because you've got the cards and chocolates. You know what I mean? So you're welcome. You're, you're welcome. You know, listen, you can want, run to Walgreens real quick, you know, hop, skip, and jump away, and then, you know, make it work. But anyways, I love, though, Valentine's Day because it reminds us that how we can be extra romantic with our, with our bride and our, and our groom and our spouse, you know, extra romantic, you know, the Marvin Gaye, you know, you know y- y'all don't know about that Marvin Gaye, that's okay. Listen, listen, but all the singles, though, I'm not trying to single you out, you know, I believe that God has some, someone special for you. I believe that God wants you to, one, learn how to continue to love yourself. And I heard uh, through the grapevine that uh, the single ladies are like waiting for the single men in the house to wake up. I'm just saying. Anyway, those online too, y'all not, y'all not remiss from any of this stuff. Okay, but, you know, I, I just really though feel like, you know, the church should be the biggest matchmaker out there, for real. Why y'all think we, all, we do all these mid-sized groups and small groups? And if you guys are still having trouble, just come to a live. We're batting three for three right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gone three for three. Okay, we're going to keep it moving. Yeah, It's crazy. I, I actually was talking to um, Jules the other day. She told me about Galentine's Day. I'm like talking to my son. Hey, son, is Galentine's Day a thing? Yeah, it's a Galentine's Day. It's a girl thing. Single women. I'm like, okay, dang, brothers, y'all slipping. <laughs> y'all making girls do their own Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Get out of here. Okay, anyway, we're going to keep. So, Valentine's Day is good. I love it. I love it because it's a perfect reminder for us to, 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 you know, that every relationship that we have in our life that we want to thrive needs fuel. Needs fuel. Just like our bodies need fuel. Just like our cars need fuel. Except for somebody needs to remind baby girl, my wife, that a car needs fuel because she is notorious for driving up in the garage on E, okay? Or not on, or not on regular E, blinking E, okay? He's talking about, hey, this is your problem. You know? <laughs> but, no. but so, like, you know, our cars need fuel. I love you, baby girl. I like, you know, I love you. Happy Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? You just wait until I come home, girl. Anyway, um... <laughs> We, no, no, I'm, I'm going to give her chocolates. <laughs> anyway, is this important, though? Every relationship we want to thrive is important. Important enough, though, we want to see thrive needs fuel. We've been in a series, Naturally Supernatural, Everyday Encounters for Everyday Disciples, and we've been studying and, and gleaning and, 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 and really digging into this triune treasure, treasure, this triune gospel where the Father, you know, has called us to the family of God so that we can belong. That Jesus, the Son, calls us to deeper identity so that we can be. And that Holy Spirit calls us deeper into our destiny so that we can do. 
And how all this is woven together into this wonderful tapestry to encourage us, empower us to be everyday disciples about everyday encounters. But today, uh, I want to wrap up the series. I want to put the caboose on this thing and, uh, and really discuss how naturally supernatural disciples are fueled. What fuels a naturally supernatural disciples? What, what, what fuels us to step out into the everyday today, to be everyday encounters, right, for the sake of the world? Because if I'm being honest, some of us here might not really understand or have the motivation or we may be on E. And there are days where I may be, might be on E, may not feel like going out to do the stuff or be an everyday encounter. So what is it that fuels us? What is, this, what is it that keeps us stirred up? That's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the premium fuel, the premium fuel that we need to step into everyday encounters as naturally supernatural disciples. So if you're with me, look to your neighbor and say, let's go. Online, type in the chat, let's go, and we're going to get it in. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are, how you want to open up hearts, open up minds in such a way that you want to empower us to live as everyday encounters. So I pray that, Father, that you speak through me. Help me have the eyes to see, ears to hear what you're saying and doing, and your people as well, too. In Jesus' name, for Jesus' sake, amen. 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 Throughout this series, we've been exploring what it looks like to step into everyday encounters, right? But let me ask a question. What's the purpose of everyday encounters? I mean, what's the, what's the point? Why, why should we even make this a priority in our lives? Well, the answer, simply, to showcase the love of God. To showcase the love of God. And in order for us to showcase the love of God, we must be filled up to overflow with his love, with his love. Now, y'all know, now some of y'all looking at me, there we go. Y'all know I had to talk about love on Valentine's Day. You know I didn't wear this, like, red V-neck for nothing. We in Valentine's Day. We talking about love, baby. But, 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 but seriously, though, we are talking, we're in this triune love, though. It's this triune love is where it says we belong. This is a triune love that says we can be. It's a triune love that says we can do, which is why we need to understand this. We need to be filled up and understand this love in order for it to fuel us to be everyday encounters as everyday disciples. Turn with me to 1 Timothy 1.5. You can click there, flip there, or it will be on the screen here in a minute. But Paul he has something important to say in this. He's, he's getting at his protege, Timothy. Timothy was like his spiritual son. They were tight. They were, you know, like they had firm and, and strong relationship. In fact, I believe that kingdom relationships are essential for discipleship. I believe kingdom relations are essential for discipleship. Everybody must have a Paul in their life, someone you get permission to pour into you. And everyone should have a Timothy in their life, someone that you actually are pouring out to. You know, so kingdom relationships are vital, community vital. That's why we do small groups, mid-sized groups. Not so y'all can just hook up, but, you know, so you guys can grow, right? So anyways, can I say, though, that kingdom relationships, you know, they are a vital element, all right? And so a little bit about Timothy. Timothy 
a young gifted leader who was placed by Paul to serve as a pastor of the church in Ephesus. Okay, so Paul said, hey, Timothy, I want you to run my church. I've been pastoring it for three years. This is a crown jewel church, big deal. Hey, bro, you take over. I need to go on the road. I need to travel. I need to plant more churches and do what I do, right? And so Timothy's doing his thing. And he hears some things that are surfacing to the, you know, that are bubbling to the surface. Problems, tension, derision, issues that are, you know, tearing down the church. And, and, and Paul's like, what is this I hear? What is going on? And eventually he busts out the papyrus. He writes a letter to Timothy. And he's like, hey, Timothy, what's going on? And, and at the start of this letter, he outlines something that every believer must know. He shares something key that everybody must understand, especially the church of Ephesus, in Ephesus, so they can get out of the mess that they're in. And in 1 Timothy 1.5, Paul writes this. The purpose of my instruction is that all believers, someone say all believers, all believers would be filled with the love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and genuine faith. This is it right here. This is it right here. Paul is breaking down something that every believer must be preoccupied with. Every believer must be preoccupied with. Something that will not only prevent us from playing ourselves into the enemy's schemes and agenda, but something that will help us live as naturally supernatural disciples all about stepping into everyday encounters. And that is love. All we need is love. Da, 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 da. See, all we need is love, literally here, but the triune love, not a worldly love, not a phylos love, but a triune, godly, agape love right here. And, 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 and as I'm reading this text, my mind was being blown. As I was preparing for this message last week, I was like, yo, what is going on? You see, as a church, we've been exploring this triune gospel. We've been seeing the Trinity all up in the scriptures how the Father calls us to belong, how the Son calls us to be, how the Holy Spirit calls us to do. We've been seeing all that. And as I'm reading in 1 Timothy 1.5, I'm like, yo, what? I didn't see it like that. And if you look close enough, you can see it too. There's a triune God language hidden all up in here. Paul wants all believers to be filled with the triune love that comes from a triune God. And and, and look up what he says. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check it out. Let's read through it together. First, he wants all believers to be filled with the love that comes from a pure heart. A pure heart. That's what's given by the Father when we believe. Ezekiel 36, 26 reads, see, God is speaking, God the Father is speaking through Ezekiel the prophet. And here's what he says. I will give you a new heart. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart, the heart I once had, and give you a tender, responsive heart, the heart I now received the day I believed. You see, the Father God has given you a new heart. The day you believe, you receive a new heart. You receive a pure heart. And when we have this pure heart, That should not only remind us that we belong to the family of God. We belong at the seat at the table. We belong in this thing. Not only should it remind you of that, but it should remind you that we can love with a godly love because we've been made pure. We've been made pure. We can love with a godly love. 
Listen, church, our pure hearts reminds us that we belong. And this should add more fuel to the fire. This should add more fuel to the fire and prompt us to love all the more. Secondly, Paul wants every believer to be filled with the love that comes from a clear conscience. A clear conscience. What in the world is a conscience, Clay? Well, simply put, it's defined by the, this, an inner sense of what's right or wrong in conduct or motive. What's right or wrong in conduct or motive. You know that guilty feeling you get when you run a red light? That's your conscience. You know that guilty feeling when you leave your, your car on E for your spouse? Yeah. That, I love you, babe. That's, 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 a, that's your conscience. Your, your, your conscience checks you. But because Jesus took away all sin, hey, because Jesus took away all sin, no longer do we have to deal with the past, present, or future mistakes. No matter, no, no longer do we have to feel guilty about our past, present, and future mistakes. We need to start. We, can, we don't have to start. We don't have to wrestle with the feelings of guilt anymore. We don't have to wrestle with the feelings of condemnation and shame anymore because of what Jesus done. We've been given a clear conscience. Check out what it reads in Hebrews 10, 22. It reads this, for our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean. Someone say clean. 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 And our bodies have been washed with pure water. Someone type in the chat, pure water. Someone say pure water. In Christ's blood, the Christ's blood that was shed on the cross at Calvary, for our sins has also made a way for sons and daughters to have clean and clear consciences. No more guilty thinking. No more guilty thinking. We don't have to be weighed down by guilt anymore. We don't have to be weighed down by condemnation, by the what-ifs, by fear of, oh my goodness, I didn't get this right. I didn't get that right. No. Why? Because Christ's blood is enough. Christ's blood is enough, and he sprinkled our consciences clean. And I believe that there's somebody here who needs to hear this today. And if you have not accepted this clean and clear gift that Jesus offers, it's on the table for you. Today, it's on the table for you. You can walk into this clean and clear living just like that by believing in the Son. By believing in the Son. Our clear conscience reminds us that we can be who God made us to be. Our clear consciences reminds us that we can be who God made us to be. And that, my friends, empowers us to add more fuel to the fire, more fuel to this love for us to, to, to be love everywhere we go. And thirdly, Paul wants every believer to be filled with the love that comes from a genuine faith. Genuine faith. Who empowers us to have genuine faith? Holy Spirit empowers us to have genuine faith. See, the person who is empowered to believe is the person empowered by Holy Spirit. See, Holy Spirit empowers us to do the same, if not greater, works that Jesus did. He's the one who guides us into our destiny. Paul prays this in Ephesians 3, 16 through 17. 
I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit. Someone type, through his spirit. Someone say, through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Church, this faith walk is empowered by Holy Spirit. Our genuine faith empowers us to do. And this should add even more fuel to the fire. Listen, Paul is saying that his, this love that's issued from a pure heart, clear conscience, genuine faith, this is what should motivate us to be an everyday disciple pressing into everyday encounters. You see, this love through the lens of a triune God When we see this love through the lens of a triune God and we understand it and we are filled by it it, and filled by that love, we will be fueled all the more to live as naturally supernatural disciples. First Timothy, let's read this again with this triune, triune glasses on. Check it out. It says this, the purpose of my instruction is that all believers will be filled with the love that comes from a pure heart, father, relationship, Belonging, a clear conscience, Jesus, identity, be, and a genuine faith, Holy Spirit, destiny, do. I remember when I was invited to a conference in the UK, um, spoke there, there was an evening session, and, you know, after the evening session, we all went out to go eat, and nothing really was open except for a fish and chips bar. And so we, a a group of friends and I, went out, um, went hit up this fish and chips place, and when we walked in, it was packed. There are people just waiting, and they order their food, and when they order their food, they leave, and that's just how it works. And so, anyways, we're we're in here, and I'm like, wow, we in a fish and chips bar, we about to go fishing, right? People just chilling. You know what I mean? So we order our food, and you know it's good. we got to get the important things out the way first. You know, we order our food, and then we start to talk to people, and you know, kingdom of God was breaking out. I mean, people were getting healed, people were coming to Jesus. It was amazing. It was amazing. But the story is, there was a there was a a kid, tall guy, in the corner. He's putting the wall up, and and he was just not wanting anything to do with whatever was going on. And so it was kind of awkward. But I walked up to him, started talking to him. And he, again, closed off, didn't want nothing to do with Jesus, didn't want nothing to do with the church. And I, I felt like there was some hurt somewhat. Anyway, I felt the Holy Spirit say, Clay, just encourage him. Just, just you know, do baseline stuff. Prophesy to him. Just let him know how much I love him and, you know, invite him to church. Trent Vineyard, that, that, that following Sunday. Just invite him. I'm like, all right, cool. So I did that. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. You know, that was that. He left with his friends and, you know, I didn't see him again. Um, for, until fast forward, Sunday rolls around. And I'm preaching on Sunday. And, you know, I, I gave a call and ministry time was crazy. And then this kid comes up getting powerfully, you know, encountered by the Lord. And he's crying and, and weeping. And he's like, oh, like, oh. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, who is that? Who is that? Kid? Wait a minute. Someone told me, hey, Clay, that's that kid from the fish and chips place. I'm like, are you kidding me? After he, like, you know, stood up and wiped all his tears off, he's like, Clay, I'm ready to make Jesus Christ my Lord. I'm tired of running, and I'm ready to go all in. Yeah, 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 praise the Lord, right? It was so crazy. It was crazy. I'm like, oh, my goodness. But, the, but it was, you know, what was, what was super crazy about this whole story is that 
he presented as a guarded and uninterested young man. And it was awkward. It was awkward for me to approach him and strike up a conversation. But it was the love of God that fueled me past that awkwardness. You see, my fuel, this triune love fuel overcame the awkwardness of the moment. Church, I believe we need triune love fuel to help us overcome the awkwardness of some moments out there. I believe that we need that triune love fuel to overcome some of the awkwardness of some moments out there. And praise God for it because I believe we can turn the world upside down when we are fueled by this love of God. That, that, that pure heart, that clear mind, that genuine faith. Bam, let's go. Let's go. As, as important though as it is to be fueled by this triune love, there's also fuel leaks to be aware of. As important as it is to be fueled by this triangle love, there are also fuel leaks to be aware of. And in Timothy 1.6, Paul goes in on a fuel leak that the church of Ephesus was dealing with. Remember, the church of Ephesus had some problems. The church of Ephesus, was, was, they, they, were, they were having turmoil. There was turmoil going on out there. And Paul had to write the letter in the first place because of the problem. And so he's going to actually state the problem in the very next verse. Verse 6, it reads this. But some people have missed this whole point. What whole point, Paul? The point to love. The greater matters of the law. Some people have missed this whole point. They have turned away from these things and spend their time in meaningless discussion. Let that sink in for a sec. Meaningless discussion. Paul wasn't going after idol worship. He wasn't even going after sexual sin, even though those, those sins are deadly and, and, and they plague the church and we need to deal with that. Yes, he wasn't going after that, though. He was going after a deeper issue. He, he was going after a deeper problem that proved to distract the church of Ephesus from love, and that was meaningless discussions. Before we go on, let me, let me define meaningless discussions for a minute. Meaningless discussions can be any discussion that proves to distract us or pull us away from loving like Jesus. Amen. I'm going to repeat that. Meaningless, meaningless discussion is anything that can distract us or pull us away from loving like Christ. Church, meaningless discussions are fuel leaks. Meaningless discussions create fuel leaks. You see, the once powerhouse church in Ephesus chose to spend their time in meaningless discussions. And as a result, they started drifting away and further away and further away from the love of God. They started drifting away, which is why I believe Jesus rebukes them in Revelation. They say, hey, church of Ephesus, wake up, church, wake up. You're doing a lot of things well, but one thing I have against you, return to your first love. And I believe that the reason why they had to return to their first love in the first place was because of meaningless discussions. How often, church, do we get distracted? Fast forward to 2021. As a church today, do we get distracted with the meaningless discussion of gossip? with the meaningless discussion of comparing or criticizing or blaming or whining or crying, na-da-da. And don't even get me started with politics. <laughs> Listen, if we are having meaningless discussion, then we probably have a fuel leak. Amen. 
If you are having a meaningless discussion, we are probably, we are probably having some fuel leaks. And Paul, he inherently, he inherently understood this. See, some of us with these meaningless discussions, with these fuel leaks, we're having these, but we have been empowered by a triune love to flip the script. We have been empowered by a triune love to change meaningless discussions to meaningful discussions. We have the power to take a meaningless discussion and transform, transition to a meaningful discussion, all in the name of triune love. And Paul understood this. He understood this dilemma. He understood this relationship. He understood this thing. Why? Because he went at Timothy and said, hey, Timothy, I want to remind you, it's all about love. Hey, church, wake up. It's all about love. Church, this is what's going to fuel you. Do you want to spend your time, or you want to spend your time going in for the kingdom, for the sake of the Lord, and say, hey, I'm going to change every meaningless discussion and bring it to a meaningful one. Paul inherently got this. That's our fuel. We love because he first loved us. We love because he first loved us. And guys, check this out. He loved us yet while we were sinners. And now we can love the world while they are yet sinners. That should compel us. That should be reason enough. This should be reason enough for the fuel of God to overcome any obstacle, any strain, any offense to go and love. Why? Because we are loving from a pure heart, clear conscience, and genuine faith. Pure heart, clean conscience, genuine faith all day, every day. This is what fuels everyday encounters. If you don't know, now you know. I want to close with a story from my friend Tom, Tom Kurtz. When I first met him, man, I discovered out the gate we had all kinds of great things in common. We used to live in Germany. We loved German culture. We had military background. We had, you know, I like to joke with him. You know, we had stories for days about Jesus and sharing our faith. And, man, he was a brother from another mother, different color. <laughs> then things started happening in the world. There were tension. There was, there was this division. There's all kinds of racial and political things coming, going on, and it got real, got real, real quick. And eventually, we started having some pretty tough discussions, tough conversations. We didn't agree on everything, can you believe it or not? We didn't agree on everything. But rather than leaning into meaningless conversations, we leaned into meaningful conversations. How? By, you know what, seeking to understand the different points of view by listening to one another and by not being so quick to judge one another, being slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry, quick to listen. James, right? But that's what happens when discussions are fueled by a love that comes from a pure heart, clear conscience, genuine faith. And despite some of our intense emotional discussions, I mean, it wasn't always kumbaya moments. Kumbaya, my Lord. I mean, it wasn't always like that. It wasn't. 
But despite all those tough conversations, we would remind each other that no matter how the other one feels, no matter how much we disagree, we will refuse to put anything between us trying to divide us. We will make sure that our friendship matters more than the issues that try to divide us. And that's, with Tom's permission, I want to share some portions of a text that he sent me after one of those discussions. He says this, I just want you to know how much I appreciate our conversations. There may be times when you think I just don't get it, but I'm trying to understand. I'm pressing in to understand too, Tom. But I want to thank you for being a brother who cares and listens. So thank you for being a friend who won't get offended when I speak from the heart. I just want you to know that you matter to me. And that will never change. And then get this. This is the, the beauty in all this. It's kingdom over everything. I love you, Tom. You're amazing. I love this. This relationship is a byproduct of being fueled by a love, a triune love that reminds, of, reminds us of who we are. Reminds us of who we are. It flows from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and a genuine faith. You see, it's all good to go after the signs, wonders, miracles. It's all good to go after the raising the dead, healing the sick, casting out demons. It's all good to go after the presence in such a way we see breakthrough. Keep the pedal to the metal. I'm all about doing the stuff. The stuff is important to do. But, but this all starts, try you love, all starts with being able to love well in meaningful discussions with others. Love well. Love well. Simply put, love well. And that's the basis that everything else is foundations from. Foundations from. It's, it, it is a spring of life. It foundations from there. The love of God that comes from pure heart. Belonging. Family. A clear conscience identity. I can be who God made me to be, and I will be unashamedly me. I am who the I am says I am. In genuine faith, I have a destiny out there waiting for me. I have things to do with God. I don't got no time to be vegging out on Netflix all day, every day. I don't got no time to be on my phone all day, every day. I don't got no time to be wrapped up in meaningless conversations all day, every day. I got a world out there and a destiny to apprehend with Holy Spirit's prompting. Genuine faith. Genuine faith. If we can be fueled, guys, gals, if we can be fueled by a love that issues from those three things, it is game over. We can turn the world upside down. It's game over. We can turn the world upside down, but here's the good news. We've all been empowered to live well. We've all been empowered to do this. We've all been empowered. So my action step for you today is to say no to meaningless conversation. Say no to meaningless discussions and say yes to a triune love. Say no to meaningless discussions and say yes to a triune love because we want to use this triune love as fuel 
as fuel, not the meaningless discussion, the, the fuel drain, a meaningless discussion is played out. We want triune love to be used as fuel as we step in to be everyday encounters as a naturally supernatural disciple. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, you are incredible. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. We pray that we be filled up to overflow with your love in such a way that we are earthly incredible, Lord, that we can show for the sake of the world your love that changes everything, everything. And I pray that everyone, man, woman, child here today be so taken back, be so enamored and so empowered by your love that it be used as fuel to live as everyday encounters. Scrap that. To be everyday encounters for the sake of the world. In Jesus' name, for Jesus' sake. Amen? Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to the message today. To experience more powerful messages, go to vineyardlive.us or join our Vineyard Life Plus community to view conferences, trainings, and special teachings.